Hi there, I'm Eric Wordweaver Shervin, go the other Ridgar folk here in East Texas, and I'd like to welcome you to The Raven's Call. This is a show where I ramble on about different heathen-related subjects, just whatever strikes my fancy, sets my mind on fire at the time. Big UPG warning at the beginning of this episode, like always, this is just my take on heathenry, my take on the world. Uh, it's meant to be a conversation starter, and I do not count myself as an authority on anything. Uh, I'm just one guy, and I like to kind of share my approach to things. So hopefully you guys continue to enjoy and find value in that. Um, yeah, all my contact information is down below. You guys know how that goes. Please jump in the uh, Facebook group, jump in the emails, things like that. Request videos. That's how I get most of my show ideas, actually, is from viewer requests these days. Uh, largely because I don't have a lot of time to sit and, you know, come up with ideas. So a lot of times I'll go back to the email line and go, hey, now's a good time to get that one. So, please, please feel free to keep them coming, and uh, if you want me to revisit old subjects with new updates, new takes, or, uh, you know, a deeper dive on something, let me know, and I'll go back and, because uh, a lot of them have been kind of surface-level uh, introductory kind of explorations. I don't mind going back and doing some deeper stuff on some subjects, just kind of whatever you guys find interesting. So... Um, I know I announced in the last video that we were going to have an ETH meeting uh, on the 26th, which would be this Saturday, if you're watching this when it drops. Um, we are still doing that, uh, but I posted, I think I said in the video it was going to be at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's going to be at 9 in the morning, so anybody that hasn't seen that, uh, that is in the East Texas area, again, please don't travel for these things. It's just a small get-together. Uh, it's just a hangout session with a bunch of heathens in the area. Uh, but for those of you that are in the East Texas area and follow the channel, uh, this is, you know, 9 a.m. And it's going to be at, uh, well, I don't know if I want to put it out there on the YouTube channel exactly where it's going to be. Uh, but go ahead and jump on the Facebook page and hit the uh, event. and Or you can, if you're not on Facebook for any reason, email me and I'll give you the deeds. Okay? So... Without any further ado, yeah, I think that's going to be it for uh, for the pre-session stuff. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into today's subject. Now, today's subject is one that I have had numerous requests from numerous people about doing a video on because of its saliency to the modern era and what everybody's dealing with and just the, the world at large today. And I've kind of shied, shied away from it largely because uh, it's a touchy subject and it's hard to wrap my head around exactly how I wanted to handle it for the channel. And every time somebody writes in, I give it a little more thought on how I would approach talking about um, the presence and acceptance of LGBTQ within heathenry. Because it's not something I necessarily feel like is my place to talk on sometimes, but uh, I, th I think I finally kind of have a wrap on how I, I want to handle it. So um, I get this question a lot because uh, one of my writer, one of my reader, viewers, wrote in and uh, said that there. Uh, well, I've had a couple. One was uh, man in transition. And I've had uh, homosexual males that have written in and said, hey, I'm having a hard time really finding my place within you know, the gestalt of heathenry because of, and what I could largely gather, it's due to a specific phenomenon that we're going to hit on here in a moment. Well, okay, it's a couple of phenomena. But uh, 
you know, largely because of just some of the overall zeitgeist aspects of things. They have a hard time finding their place because of this feeling of uh, the boys club hypermasculinity element. Now you guys have seen me do videos on hypermasculinity in the past and my feelings with regards to how toxic that is to the environment, etc, etc, etc. I shy away from subjects such as toxic masculinity because that's an oversimplification of a far more complex psychological phenomena and sociological phenomena that is not... It, it does disservice to throw around oversimplified terms like hypermasculinity, etc, etc. So... I try to avoid those kind of things. We have a customer coming in, so I'm going to see if I need to go up there and handle it or if uh, my dad's got this one. But anyway, uh, if I pause here in a moment, that's what's happened. If not, we're going to keep rolling. So, and it's not just, I find more the men come to me about this subject than the women do. And there, I, I think there's some specific reasons for that. I'm going to get into a little bit of that. But I, there, there are some limitations as to what uh, I'm, I'm willing to get into on the channel because it is a hot-button topic in a lot of ways as far as some of how it's approached and what one says about things. So, ultimately speaking, what I find most people have run into is an outgrowth of some of the influence of Brosetru uh, views and takes on things as well as some of the holdovers from some of the more negative toxic elements of heathenry some of the uh, more you know white supremacist side of things some of the more um, not so true <laughs> elements of heathenry that have permeated certain very visible, very vocal groups. And as a result, there is a strong kickback to anyone that's not exactly like them. Homogeneity is a thing for some very specific groups. And I personally feel like those people are missing the boat heavily when it comes to heathenry. They're not focusing on what I feel heathenry is about. And if you follow the channel for any length of time, you know what I feel like, what, what I feel heathenry is about. Uh, the the, the pillars of heathenry, you know, you, you've got the religious side, your relationship with the gods and goddesses. You've got the spiritual side, which encompasses your dealings with the Vaitir and your ancestral spirits. You've got the communal side, which is dealing with your community. And the philosophical side, which deals with exploring the essence of reality, weird and orlog and luck, and how these things interplay with the world around us and our understanding of the world itself. Nowhere in there are there doctrines regarding sexuality and gender and all of that with regards to heathenry. When you go digging through the, the sources and things, you find some specific references that seem to be uh, tied to specific cultures and they seem to be societal reactions at the time to specific things like um, like the term ergi gets thrown around a lot. That's E-R-G-I. You guys have probably seen it pop up in some of the less savory sides of heathenry. I'm sorry, that's just pathetic. I hate that that shows up. But um, it, it, historically, it is a term that showed up within the lore, and it referred to the passive partner in a same-sex interaction. Uh, the idea being specifically that it referred to them as unmanly. And, but that's pretty much the extent of it. When you start digging in further, it's, it's a specific dig, and it seems like it is a specific 
cultural view to that that reference. Um, there's actually references in the cult of Frey that indicated that uh, the priest of Frey may actually have actively engaged in uh, homosexual interactions, and this is seen as uh, you know sacred to Frey in that respect. So. Uh, the big thing that I can tell you is the lore is not definitive on it because if it was a big deal, they would have specified some things on it, uh, but they did not. Keep in mind, too, a lot of the things that we have that still exist, the extant sources, come from a very heavily Judeo-Christian influenced source as far as the transcription and what has been passed down. Um, what we see heavily as far as the mythology and the sagas that have survived don't focus on that at all. It seems like it wasn't an important factor. Now, it's not something that's super out there, but it's also not something that's, uh, that, that was specifically a Gaius, that there was some kind of hard doctrine against. So what does that translate to in modern times? Basically, all that says is that there's not really a historical basis for any kind of discrimination based on this. It, it doesn't really surface, other than the zeitgeist of specific areas and the overall acceptance within a community level. Um, but that doesn't necessarily speak to heathenry as a whole, as it does to those specific communities and their views regarding it. And that gets me to my point that your views of your community are your views of your community. They are not the views of anyone else's, and they should be the only views that matter. Ultimately speaking, the only ones you need to worry about accepting you are your tribe, your kindred. Those are the people that matter. You're in Ingoth. As long as they accept you for who you are, you're golden. You know, um, as far as I'm concerned, in order to call yourself a heathen, as long as you're good with the gods, your ancestors, the Vaitir, uh, and your community, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you're heathen. Uh, we, whether you call yourself that or not, pretty much. Uh, and it's just a general term used for description. So, when it comes down to the place of non-binary individuals of any kind, uh, whether, you know, whatever part of the spectrum an individual falls on, um, it's not my home, not my call. Never has been, never will be. I don't judge people based on that. Uh, that's not the essence of what the basics of heathenry are to me. I'm more we are our deeds. I'm more about, you know, are you good to your tribe? Are you good to your, you know, with your relationship to the gods and your ancestors? I mean, those are marks of, of people's worth and value in my eyes, not, you know, who they prefer their partner to be or how they identify themselves, those things are not, those things are not really salient and they're not, it's not really the right term, uh, they're, they're not the focal point of the religious or cultural side of heathenry specifically. So they're, you are you, you are what you bring to the table, you are all of the worth all of the gefrain, all of the luck that you have built. You are these things that you, that you are you. And that is, regardless of these other things, it, it's trying to base a judgment on sexuality or gender orientation, anything like that is akin to uh, passing judgment on the color of skin. You know, it's, that's not really the point. That's not what is really 
the important gradient factor here. The important gradient factor is the worth and value of the person. It's, it's what, how, how they are, who they are. And that's, that's where we need to place our focus. We are our deeds and, you know, not our orientation, as it were. Because uh, I've had one, one of my absolute dearest friends before he passed was a gay man. And he was an absolutely wonderful individual. I miss him every day. Uh, a lot of you guys knew Rod. He was incredible. And uh, he just, I, that's all I need to say. Those that have followed and knew I knew him will know just from that. Rod was incredible. He was an amazing guy. I had some wonderfully deep conversations because I knew him as a person. And that's all I saw was him as a person. And I loved him. He was, he was amazing. He was a great guy. Um, so that's, when it boils down to it, in modern heathenry, if you're good with your tribe, that's all that matters. You don't need to worry about the acceptance of greater heathenry. I've said this time and time again. There is no meta-heathenry. There is no meta-heathen culture. It is a conglomerate of disparate individual cultures. And the individual cultures of different tribes will vary. Their viewpoints will vary. And I can tell you this right now. If the tribe that you are trying to associate with rejects you based on something like this, find a different tribe. Find different people. Do not change yourself to fit them. Find people that accept you for you. Uh, tribes should be where you are comfortable and where you are accepted, and they are your chosen family. And as long as you find that and go with that, you're good. You're golden. You don't have anything to prove to anybody else. Gefrain is built on deeds and actions. It's built on our interactions and upholding of obligations to one another. It's not built on demographic information. That's, that, that's not the point. The point is deeds and actions. The point is upholding frith, building a frame, building your luck. As far as I'm concerned, that's, that's it in a nutshell. So you don't need to worry about the acceptance of your particular demographic identifier uh, with regards to greater heathenry. Because greater heathenry is a myth. <laughs> it is an absolute myth. Um, and it's one that... that just kills me because people need to identify they need to identify in group and that's fine that's that's natural but we try to identify on too large a scale heathenry is not a large-scale thing heathenry is a grassroots thing heathenry is the hearth the clan and the tribe that's that's where heathenry is and if you are with your hearth your clan your tribe where you feel comfortable where you feel safe where you feel involved you're good, you're golden, that's where it's supposed to be. And that's all you need to worry about. At that point, focus on the things that help you grow as a heathen. Focus on, on learning uh, the way you see the world and building your worldview. You know, um, people ask me a lot of times for references within the lore that help to illustrate the presence or acceptance of uh, non-binary or LGBTQ or whatever particular term we want to use in the conversation within like the lore, the sagas, etc., etc., that, that will help to kind of give them an identifier and a place. And I'm like, well, that's hard to do because it's not... If it was important to them, i.e. if it was a focus of conversation, then it would have had a presence within the stories that were passed down. But if it wasn't a main focus, if it was just kind of there um, and normalized, 
then it, it wouldn't be of note to write down, i.e., the extrapolation of that is that if, if there were a hullabaloo about it, a negative connotation in some kind of way, shape, form, or fashion, or an exaltation in the other side, uh, then it would be of note and it would have been recorded. But if it's just kind of normalized in there and part of the zeitgeist, then it's not really going to be a topic of conversation, and therefore it's not really going to be recorded. So there's not a lot of lore in that respect. And anything that would have been kind of pro in that area would most likely not have been passed down. Um, I mean, you can look to specific mythology references like Thor getting the hammer back uh, when the hammer is stolen. He dresses up as Freya and he goes and does the the uh, mock wedding, etc., etc. But it's not really a positive interaction because uh, that is seen as a. Even though Thor does dress in drag, it's not seen as a. It's it's looked down on in the essence of that story, but we have reason to believe that that story was later added and added for comedic effect. So it wasn't really representative in that respect. Um, you go back to some of the older stories and the things that were you know like core cosmological things, and it's not really mentioned. Um, as a matter of fact, when you look back at some of the uh, like, go back into the Jotuns and stuff like that, there's asexual reproduction. So, I mean, it's not necessarily... It's not necessarily a thing um, as far as a topic of conversation. And I, I try to not minimize anything in this. When I say that it's not a topic of conversation, what I mean is that there's not some huge negative reaction to things. It's not like... Uh, today, where a lot of people feel like there's a strong battle going on there for identity. Um, I don't feel like, from what I've read in the lore and everything, that that was a focus of identity politics of the day. I, I, I think that uh, there was less focus on those things and there was focus on other things. Now, that could have a number of repercussions as far as uh, standings of individuals within a community, but I can't really speak to that because I wasn't there. So I'm not going to go on a limb and try and put words in their mouth as far as how they viewed. But I will say that, you know, there doesn't seem to be a presence of strong negative reaction. So there's that. Now with regards to individuals in today's age, I would say that love your tribe. <laughs> love your clan. Love your people. And accept them for who they are. Because they're wonderful. They're incredible people. And I'm not even going to put modifiers on that. They're just wonderful people. Uh, see them as people. See them as your tribe and be golden. You know, be awesome. If that's something that is... Yeah, and I'm not going to be one that goes out and says, you guys, if, if your particular tribe has issue, I'm not going to try and pressure you guys into changing the views of your tribe. What I'm, I'm not speaking to that. What I'm speaking to are the individuals out there that feel like they are the alienated ones. Find a tribe or build a tribe that works for you because you don't need that noise. You, you don't. You don't need to be somewhere. You don't need to fight to fit into a hole that doesn't... It, square peg round hole kind of thing. You don't need to fight to be in there because that's not the place for you. I mean, be with people that love you. Be with people that care for you. Build that and grow from that. You know, it's... there. There is a place for you. You just may need to build it. That's the thing, but 
I've had to build my place within heathenry because there wasn't a lot in East Texas when I started. And since then it has grown immensely in this area and I've, I've had a lot to do with that, but not all of it. There have been some really key individuals who have gone out and done some very strong community building in the area and I have a lot of respect for what they've done. And I've done my part. So we've each kind of built up our communities around us and we forged our place. And that's true of anyone within heathenry, regardless of orientation or identification. It's a matter of sometimes you've got to do the work, but you can't force people to try and... If you've got to force them to love you, then you're not in the right place. Those, those people aren't worth it. Um, because it's not just the worth that you bring to the table, it's the worth that that group shows to you too. And if they don't value you for you, then they're not bringing a lot of worth to your life. And you deserve better than that. <laughs> you absolutely do. You need a tribe or a clan or a hearth that values you for you and what you bring to the table. And that is true of anything. That is true of anything, not just sexual identity or uh, gender identity or any kind of identifier demographic. It's true across the board. It's community building. Build a community that values you. Build community that loves you and accepts you for you. Regardless of what your story is, regardless of where you come from, build a community that values you for you. And forget the rest of them. <laughs> they don't matter. Um, you know, your tribe will maintain good frame with those that are of value and that have worth. But if it boils down to it's just you and yours and you go about making your way in the world that way, Okay, more power to you. Uh, I wish luck and happiness upon your hall. Absolutely. Uh, it's this idea that we are beholden to some kind of larger social structure with regards to um, individual identity and things that they have no bearing. Uh, we are not our demographic. We are more than that. You need to be valued for you. You need to be happy in the community that you build. And I genuinely want that for everyone. I want people to build communities that make them feel comfortable. You need to be in a group or build a group or be the group or be the hearth that is where you are comfortable, where you are safe. That is what Inengarth is about. It's not about building a group for group's sake. It is not being beholden to meta-heathenry or, 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 you know, greater heathen culture. Because like I've said a thousand times, and I will say a thousand more, there is no greater heathenry. There is no greater heathen culture. Like, my tribe doesn't give a crap about greater heathenry. We don't. The only thing that we care about is Ridgar, and Ridgar being Ridgar, and being strong and true to each other, and staying connected in that respect and that's enough <laughs> that is enough of a headache to because in today's age it's difficult to sometimes keep those connections when work and school or life in general are trying to get in the way um, I don't have time to mess with the opinions and uh, views of greater heathenry I know the tribes that I interact with and I try to maintain good gefrain with them as best I can um, we're all understanding of the complexities of modern 
society and the demands of modern society. And of course, I'm not able to do as much of the outreach as I used to do because of the whole double job thing. I have very limited free time, but I'm still going to get in there when I can. I still keep in touch with those people that where I can. My communication has been lacking a bit in the first couple of months of this uh, double job thing just simply because I don't have the energy to communicate. I'm sure a number of you understand where I'm coming from on that one. Um, but that's that's where my focus is. My focus is on my community and building that community and you know, keeping that place strong, keeping the grass beat down uh, between the people that matter. And I, that's, that's enough. I don't really care what the rest of Greater Heathenry thinks about me because I'm sure I've got my naysayers. I'm sure I've got my, uh, my fans out there. And okay, you know, uh, the, like the YouTube channel, all you guys that, that follow me and enjoy the stuff, I, I do this to be a tool and to be an assistance to you guys. But if the YouTube channel went away tomorrow, I would go ahead and continue focusing on my hearth. I would go ahead and finish, you know, or continue focusing on my tribe. Uh, clan is pretty strong right now because that's where I am and what I'm doing at the moment. Uh, but that's what my value is. And the times that I've had to miss episodes recently has been because I needed to focus on hearth. I needed to focus on tribe. I needed to focus on clan. I needed to focus on these things and something had to give and that's going to be the youtube channel uh, sorry guys i know that's you guys get it i'm pretty sure if you followed the channel up to this point you guys understand because i don't have any I, I, I want to do this i enjoy doing this i like doing these videos i'm gonna keep doing them as long as i can but um, sometimes i just can't because my focus is elsewhere and that's that's it focus on what's important and I guess that's really my argument for a lot of things when it comes to hot-button subjects of the modern era when it comes to heathenry and, and trying to associate them to heathenry. And that's why some of these have been kind of difficult to go, well, how do I want to approach this? And then I'll have that kind of moment where I go, well, of course I'm having a hard time figuring out how to approach this particular subject. It's not the point. You know, uh, it, the, the point is that you know, we are our deeds, and, you know, I'm, I, I don't, I don't want people focusing on the wrong things. I think a lot of times people lost the plot uh, to steal a British idiom. Um, that's, that's, I, I love it, I love it. Lost the plot. Right, I lost the plot, what? And uh, it, it's true. Uh, a lot of people have lost the plot on this because, um, not on this, but, um, well, yes, on this too, but on many subjects, many, many subjects, I find become arguments, become fights, become vitriol on the internet because people have lost the plot. You know, they're fighting for recognition. They're fighting for their particular viewpoint to be heard, whatever side of the argument they're on. Okay. Um, but when it comes down to heathenry, the plot is... Hearth clan tribe. It's we are our deeds. It's building a frame. It's 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 being good to your people. It's being good to your family. And as long as you're doing that, then a lot of these other problems go away. You know, when you stop worrying so much about what greater heathenry thinks about you and you just focus on what's important, a lot of those problems go away as far as that respect goes. I mean, yeah, there's gonna be idiots that go out there and and want to spout negativity and toxicity at you 
Don't give them the time of day. Walk away. Go to something else. Go be with your people and leave them alone. They're not worth the headache. Trust me. They're, they're just not. Um, nine times out of ten, they're acting out their own issues and their own issues really have no bearing on you. So uh, a lot of times when you end up with people that are dealing with that vitriolic attitude, it's because it's, it's not even about you. It's about them. And it's about their need for control. It's about their insecurities with their own identities. Um, it may not even necessarily have anything to do with your specific demographic. It may be something completely different, but that just happens to be where it comes out at that point in time. Uh, let them go and deal with their stuff. Uh, if they ever get over it and come back and want to play nice, cool. Give them the time of day then. But don't... Keep in mind, we are our deeds, and if these people are mistreating you, then those are the deeds that they're showing. Those are the deeds that they are affecting in your relationship, and that should be the measure that you grade it by. These people are not treating you well. These people are not respecting you. They're not seeing you for you. Then don't give them the time of day. Move on to something else. Uh, don't, don't waste your time on individuals that are not upholding their end of the bargain. <clears throat> Mm, mm, mm. Now give the people that you love and care the benefit of the doubt. You know, don't don't see things that aren't there. Don't put words in their mouth. Give them a chance to explain themselves, and you may find that some of the things that you think they have issue with, they actually don't, and are simply manifestations of perhaps their own issues that they haven't worked through themselves, or are completely unrelated issues that are having an effect on their reactions to things and they may say things that they don't mean that's the power of frith within a relationship you uphold your obligation of this in this reciprocal obligation within frith of this established trust this established boundary that has been proven over time through action indeed and has been built and the the meshing of weird don't don't throw all that away on a whim for an, a slight that you feel is there that might not actually be um, if they are your Inengoth, if they are people that you care and trust for, take the effort to figure it out. Now, sometimes things go awry and you do need to cut ties and move on and that is extremely painful and I've done videos before on uh, the division and the loss of tribe members, the, the dissolution of tribe and whatnot. That's a reality and unfortunately it's a thing that sometimes just kind of has to come to be. Uh, especially for your own protection, but take care of you. Take care of you and yours, and I think you'll be okay. So, I know that felt kind of all over the board with respect to the fact that it was like, it started out being solely about, you know, non-binary, LGBTQ, all that, and um, as far as that main focus and everything, but it kind of globalized into stuff, but that's basically my approach to things. It's like, heathenry is about your deeds, it's about your actions, it's about your relationship with the gods and goddesses, the Vaitir, your ancestors. I keep saying, I've said it like six times in this video, I know, I'm super redundant. But that's because people are people, and people are diverse. People have a number of different expressions of themselves, who they are, manifestations, and it's the beautiful tapestry that makes up life, and uh, that's, that's how things are. So, I hope that uh, I hope that handled the situation okay, and uh, kind of let you guys know my my take on it within the heathen viewpoint. I know there are individuals that do not share my viewpoint, and I don't care. <laughs> Seriously, I've, I've just spent like a half hour explaining that I don't really care what greater heathenry 
says about it. I know the approach of my hearth and I know the approach of my tribe and that's you are you and we're going to meet you for you and who you are and get to know you and that's what we base things on not on your demographics you know and I say demographics because that encompasses everything that com encompasses nationality gender um, sexuality um, it, it any 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 identifier when you say identity politics you're dealing with demographic identifiers and demographic identifiers and I don't care about your demographic that's that's not you you're not your demographic you are you you are the culmination of your story your your passage through this world you know you are the summation of everything that you have done everything that's happened to you the expression of your ancestors the expression of your hearth culture and that's what I want to get to know that's who I want to see that's that's who I'm gonna judge uh, my tribe on you know as far as who's who gains entry into Ridgar etc etc um, it's the person not the demographic so anyway <sighs> I wonder how many people are actually gonna watch this video all the way through or how many are going to have found something in there to be offended about at some point in time because they misinterpreted what I said or uh, chose to be pedantic about wording or a gesture or something and, and I am in no way minimizing anything guys um, I'm simply trying to state that heathenry is about the people it's about the deeds the actions and so props to you that made it through all the way hail to you and yours uh, thank you very much for uh, watching the video today and uh, yeah see you guys next time hail may your hearth fires burn bright okay we're gonna try and film this and hopefully background noise won't be too bad uh, my brother is out there running the brush hog so fingers crossed we'll see how it goes hopefully the background noise isn't too terrible anyway uh, life is rocking along so I don't have a whole lot for the back end on this one I'm kind of squeezing this one in um, I uh, it's killing me not being able to play D&D more than you know once every month a couple of months because I've got all these ideas that I want to get on the table, and it's like, uh, just, uh, June has been impossible to try and plan a session for. Um, so it may be early to late July before I can get a, uh, a session rolling, but mm, it is what it is. Anywho, uh, yeah, we're going to rock along and jump into the episode. Sorry, guys, I know I usually have more in the post credits than this, but I just don't have a lot of updates right now. Hopefully I'll have more next time, but we'll see. Time time is a thing, so I'm, I'm working on things. Anyway, let's go live in three, two, one. Let's jam. Hi there, I'm Eric Wordweaver. <laughs> I haven't messed up on an intro in I don't know how long. That's crazy. All right. <laughs> I just wrote memorization at this point. How do you mess up on the intro after so long? Anyway. It's been like a hundred episodes since I've screwed up on an intro. That's not entirely accurate, but still, it's pretty damn close. <laughs> Let's try again in three, two, one. Let's jam. And we have a tractor coming in. So we're going to kind of be quiet for just a second while the tractor comes in. Maybe, possibly. 
Yeah, this is the kind of thing I would normally cut out, but uh, I'm probably going to leave it in in this one. Uh, just simply because it shouldn't be too terribly much longer, but nonetheless. The gist is that 